Psalm 91, verses 1 and 2. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will remain secure and rest in the shadow of the Almighty, whose power no enemy can withstand. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust with great confidence in whom I rely. Exodus 15.26 says, If you will diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord your God and will do what is right in His sight and will listen to and obey His commandments, Keep all his statutes. I will put none of the diseases upon you which I brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. I am convinced that here in 2022, we are living in this moment of these scriptures. Hello everyone, I'm Neil Parks, and welcome to Fill the Lamp. We've been charging right on through the Song of Solomon, and last time we left the Shulamite Bride at a place where we all have been at one time or another, and that would be in a dilemma or maybe stressed out and confused or anxious. We've all been there and done that, haven't we? Well, the bride is the church, right? The point I'm making here is this. The God of creation will always provide a resting place for his followers. Look what uh, Matthew says in chapter 11, verse 29. Jesus says, Put my yoke upon your shoulders, It might appear heavy at first, but it is perfectly fitted to your curves. Learn from me, for I am gentle and humble of heart. When you are yoked to me, your weary souls will find rest. You see, see, uh, the bride confesses herself as thankful to Jesus Christ, for all the benefit and comfort she had in communion with him. Uh, Song chapter 2, verse 4. I sat down under the apple tree, glad to be there, but he acknowledged me indeed. He pressed me to a more intimate communion with him. Come in, you blessed of the Lord. Why be deprived of it? My friends, when a poor soul is lamenting with convictions of sin, as David was in Psalm 32, verse 4, when fatigued with the troubles of this world, or as Elijah, when he sat down under a juniper tree, they find that in Christ, 
in his name, his graces, his comforts, and his undertaking for poor sinners like you and me, which revives them and keeps them from fainting. Those that are weary and heavily laden may and will find rest in Christ. You see, it is not enough to pass by this shadow, but we must sit down under it. This is the tree of life. The leaves on it were not only for the shelter, but for the blessings of healing. We must sit down under the shadow with delight. We must put our entire confidence in the protection of it. And in Judges fifteen nine fifteen, excuse me, the Living Bible says, And the thorn bush replied, If you really want me, come and humble yourself beneath my shade. If you refuse, let fire flame forth from me, and burn down the great cedars of Lebanon. That's what God is saying. If you really want me, come and humble yourself beneath my shade. If you refuse, let fire flame come forth from me and burn down the great cedars of Lebanon. But that is not all. Here, there is a pleasing, nourishing food under that shade tree. This tree, the tree of life, drops its fruit to those that sit down under its shadow. And they are welcome to these fruits, and they will find them sweet unto their taste. Believers who have tasted that the Lord Jesus is gracious and his fruits are all the precious privileges of the new covenant purchased by Christ's blood and communicated by his spirit. My listeners, the assurance of God's love and the joys of the Holy Spirit with the hopes of eternal life and the present wholehearted indications of it are scented and wonderfully sweet to those that have their spiritual senses trained and their mature driven attitudes are surrendered to worship him. Listen to the beloved Jesus in the Song of Songs, chapter 8, verse 6. He says, Fasten me upon your heart as a seal of fire forevermore. This living, consuming flame will seal you as my prisoners of love. My passion is stronger than the chains of death and the grave all-consuming as the very flashes of fire from the burning heart of God. Place this fierce, 
unrelenting fire over your entire being. Look what uh, David writes in Psalm 69, 9. David, a man after God's own heart. He says, my love for you has my heart on fire. My passion for your house consumes me. Nothing will turn me away, even though I endure all the insults of those who insult you. Now, the bride speaking here says, He brought me to the house of wine. From a lower level to a higher measure, and degrees of comfort from this fruit of this tree of life, or the apple tree, to the more generous fruit of the vine. Well, as I read that, I think of the Gospel of John. It says, in the Gospel, Jesus says, I am the vine, and we, the church, are the branches. Well, Look how she was introduced. She says, but particularly the Lord's Supper and that banquet of wine. He brought me, he formed me in, formed in me the disposition of intimacy of God. He helped me to get over my discouragements. He took me by the hand, guided me, and led me, and gave me and access with boldness to God as a father. Look what Paul says in Ephesians 2.18. For it is through him that we both have a direct way of approach in one spirit to the father. What she, the bride, is saying, we should never have gotten into the banquet house never had been acquainted with the spiritual pleasures if Christ had not carried her there, the bride, by opening up for us a new and living way to a new and living beginning. That new beginning was at the cross. That new beginning is surrendering to the King of Kings. That new beginning is the renewing of the mind. Well, my friends, this book of the Song of Solomon, you might say, is a guideline of how the Church of Christ is to love her mate, her king, and her lover, now and forever. We're going to stop right now right here for now. But I want to ask you a question. The question is, do you understand separation and divorce? And if you do understand, have you made that divorce final with the world so you can sit down with the beloved, and prepare your heart for the wedding. Let's pray.
Father God, in Jesus' name, I lift up each and every listener here today that they would understand that you give peace, you give rest. You give rest for the weary. You give rest for the anxious. Father God, you give rest in the time of healing and disease and the healing of it. Father God, as we look around the world in these days that we're living in right now, there's fear of death, of dying. But you came, you came at Christmas to let us understand that when you came and you died for us, we are not to fear death anymore. Lord, I just lift up the church. I lift up everyone that is following Christ to have that understanding as Paul said, to die is gain. Lord Jesus, I just lift up my listeners that they would seek you with all their hearts, that they would seek that place under the shelter of the Almighty, that they would sit and have communion with you, that you would let them know how much you love them and move them on to another step of maturity. And I pray this in Jesus' precious name. Amen and amen. Well, that'll do it for this time. And I hope to be with you next time. I'm Neil Parks. Be blessed.